Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. I'm Lee. I am Will. And I'm Chuck. And Chuck is eating today, not me, so... I just put it away. I'm done. Uh-huh. Hey, you put it away all into your belly. Good for you. Anyway, we're here to talk about another episode of um, Moon Knight. This is the fourth episode, right? The fourth, tomb. Yeah. So two episodes this left. One, yeah, I, I mean, what do you guys think? What what are, what are your thoughts on this episode? I think it was fantastic. But. I actually really enjoyed this episode. Um, the fact that again, I got exactly what I wanted. I loved, I loved that this episode focused around Stephen just being in gush mode just being like inside of a pyramid all around all of this mythology and lore i thought it was really really cool for the character of steven um yeah there was a lot of expo dumps you know when it comes to uh mark's relationship with his wife um got some got some things there that i'm sure that we'll get into i thought the ending was fantastic i oh. it, it was phenomenal absolutely phenomenal um i'm really hoping here's what i'm hoping now i'm hoping that there is going to be a second season and i'm hoping whoever this third altar is is not introduced until the second season because there's only two episodes left i don't think there's a lot of time to go into that the the the, the, the trouble of introducing a, a new character or a new altar it's too late now. Just just hold off. If you want to do it like the last moments of the season, like, hey, reveal, cliffhanger, tune in for season two, I would be completely fine with that. But, like, right now, the way the things are going, we still have the whole Ama thing to to, to settle. Um, Khonshu has to be, you know, released from stone or what. We, there's a lot that has to happen. So that's that's kind of where I'm at right now. But all in all, this 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 episode was fantastic from top to bottom. Yeah, I agree. Chuck? Oh, boy. I thought it was fantastic from top to about eight-tenths of the way through. No, um, <laughs> nine-tenths. I like where they were going at the end of the episode. I hated how they ended it, though. <laughs> hated how they ended Why? it. Why? Was, was it too, was it too we, much like Crocodile Loki? <laughs> were you mad about the, the hippo? No, it was, it was <laughs> tease. Okay, obviously they they've... They teased a third character again at the end of the episode, obviously yes. with the uh, with the um the two well the, the sarcophagus the sarcophagus yes um and <clears throat> you see this you know this multi personality split in real life in his mind happen whatever and they're having and it just ends it's like like mid sentence just. <laughs> Oh, did you want me to finish that sentence? You have to wait till next week for me to finish that sentence. Because that's exactly what happened in this episode. So I loved everything. I loved the the conversation between Layla and um what's his name? Ethan Hawk. Yeah, what's his character's <laughs> I'm just name? Going with his Ethan name? Harrow. 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 Arthur Harrow. Arthur Harrow. I thoroughly enjoyed that conversation. <laughs> I thought it was perfectly fit. I like how they did it in the with the spance in between them. Yeah. Um but the end, I was, it's funny because I actually, my first time watching it, I was so tired. I saw up until that part and I fell asleep and I woke up going, I missed so much. So I, I watched it again and I missed absolutely nothing because it just stops. And outside of that episode was fantastic. I, with, I'm with you, Will. 
the seeing seeing Steven all giddy, seeing that, you know, he has to actually break through in so many different areas of it his works. fears. It works it for works his character. So well. Yeah, mm-hmm. it works so well. Just the ending was I was a little bleh with the ending, but other than that, I fantastic. thought it was perfect. So I I okay. Yes. I agree completely, but I love the ending too. I thought everything fit in. Like for me, it was very much like it was like watching an episode of Loki. You know, Loki was obviously a lot more timey wimey wibbly wiggly wombly whatever, you know, but the point was like the way that they the way they ended it left such a perfect taste in my mouth of like, yes, this is what we've been doing with Marvel. Just going like, what the heck? Mm. So For me, it was like it was equilibrium. Mm. Fantastic, Sorry. fantastic, fantastic fake smoke. Really? Really? Uh-huh. Really? Fantastic, 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 awful ending. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a lot. But anyway, <laughs> we're talking about Moon Knight. So here, okay. So basically, who the is thing not starts in this off, episode? No, but it starts off with Khonshu, who's or you know joining the other stone prisoners on the wall. How many gods did did this council encase in stone? Like, there's a did lo- they say? Were they, did they say they were all gods though? I'm assuming that they are, just because of like the effigies. Like they they all resemble the same thing. I'm just I'm gonna go ahead and assume that that's kind of what they're alluding to. No, I'm on the I'm on the same page. Yeah, yeah, so I I kind of like I'm looking. I'm like, are they all just gods that are being encased in stone? Like, do they all go against the 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 wishes of the council here? And it's just like I encase you in stone. Like, how how many times has this happened? Yeah, I don't know. It's pretty. I don't, I don't know. It's I a cool visual. Can't though. tell you. Yeah, I wonder how many of them get freed at the end. I'm not quite sure. And have a big big battle. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So basically, we started off. Uh, Steve, Steven is, was still unconscious. Um, Layla was rolling away to avoid being shot, and throws him down the hill, and that's pretty much it. You know, we like pretty much picked up right back where it was where we stopped in the end, where they turned back time, and then he's gone, and then bada boom, bada boom, bada bing. Sorry, I I can't speak words today. I am just so worked up. <laughs> so. She hides behind a truck. They're shooting at her. She shoot. She takes a flare and throws it exactly in a box of explosives that she somehow knew was there in the back of a truck. Well, she heard the the the, the jangling of of the armor or or, or the bullet yeah. in the back of the uh-huh. truck because it like mm-hmm. did this whole. I it doesn't make sense. I am one hundred percent on board with this. It well, makes I appreciate you. No sense at all. <laughs> And I was expecting a bigger explosion. So was I. Yeah, it wasn't really little... big at all. <laughs> <laughs> it was just nothing. It was just some yeah. sparks. <laughs> yeah, it, it was like when uh, when Thor tried to use his lightning uh, when he was uh, when he was hanging out with Jeff Goldblum. He's like, "Oh, sparkles! We'll call you Captain Sparkles. <laughs> what, what are you from?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Stephen wakes up and he's like, you know, looks at her like, "What the heck are you doing?" <laughs> and that's pretty much that. So Stephen and Mark apparently made a deal. Which, I mean, I know they talked about it before, but he basically said when Khonshu was gone, he would leave Steven alone. It's a bit unfair. Basically, they need Mark to stay alive. And this is the conversation that he's having with Layla while they're fleeing in a truck. Okay. But their point is they're going to check for supplies before they go into this dig site, you know, mine. And as they're going through stuff, basically, Steven and Mark have their conversation in a reflection 
you know, and now he's basically like, are you hitting on my wife? What's going on? Do you think you're in love? He's like, he's like, I'll throw us off a cliff is what he says. Um, at one point, so they go out there, they're having their conversation and she just kind of stops um, and, and responds in a way that was not expected. You want to go off on that? She responds in a way that was not expected. Mm-hmm. I don't know what she said. What did she say? Well, it wasn't what she said so much as what she was doing. So she's basically over, hanging out with him, talking. She goes, you smell like him. Oh. Well, I guess that makes sense because you are him. And then she tries to kiss him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it, well it's to okay. her, I mean, to her, it's the same person. So, yeah, to but her, it's, it's not. the same person. But it is, but it's not. But still, she she understands clearly that it's a different person who's not mark but okay anyway he basically just jumps right in before she kisses me mark's trying to protect you from Kanshu. <laughs> oh okay um all right they kind of go back and forth and she just says like you know they talked about like honesty and stuff like that it's nice that you're like why are you telling me these things she's like well because mark won't so then he goes and kisses her and it's one of the most awkward kisses i think i've ever seen on screen right next to sean william scott and jason biggs um, the one that actually won Best Kiss, MTV's Best Kiss that year. Um, anyway, moving on. Um, this is a more awkward kiss, and we're actually go- we, it's actually on the oh, books. Is, for is us that to- is that Passion of the Desert? No, no. There's actually a more awkward kiss that happens uh, in a movie that we're all going to discuss pretty soon. That happens in Blade Runner when um. Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. Okay. That's, that's much more awkward than this. Um, I guess so. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I didn't see it so much as awkward. I just saw it as her kind of looking at him and seeing the same person, not really being able to like differentiate the two alters like in her mind. Like she still sees her husband. It's really no, no. no. It was right. awkward because it seemed like this, like the first time she was coming up to him. This time he just kind of forced himself upon her, and she didn't seem like she was really into like into it. So it it looked very awkward, and I, I'm just it. It, it didn't look like she. It didn't look like she was down for it anymore. I wouldn't say that. I would say she was more surprised. Yes, she was more surprised he, by he, it. But I wouldn't the say entire that time. He went in for it. Huh? He even went in for. It. I think she was surprised because he took as Stephen took mm-hmm. took charge. Yeah, that, I, think that's what, I think that's I think I think that's what threw her off. I'm not going to say that she wasn't down for it. She was definitely. But into she the was. Kiss. The thing was, she was thrown off the entire time. Generally, when you see an awkward start of a kiss like that, eventually someone just you know kind of they kind of melt and they go into it and it's fine. The tension didn't leave. Then again, you guys probably watched this twice. I only watched it once, but that was my first thing I noticed. I'm like, it's kind of tense and weird. And it's still kind of tense and weird. Okay. I'm not saying she was against it. It was more like it didn't lose that weird tension. So, whatever. She goes over there. She's setting him up. She belays down. And then something happens to him. Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) This is actually funny. Because she's like, I'm going to belay down. He's like, what? What do you mean? So then she belays down. And she's looking around, and as she belays down, he tries to belay <laughs> down as well too, and tries, falls, tries, <laughs> yeah, and fails. He just goes so he down. has no idea what belaying is. <laughs> right. He has no but idea what, what he's but, doing. But what happened to him? Because as soon as she went down, something happened to him. He was like, "Oh," and he fell back. It looked like he was switching back to Mark, but he didn't. 
What happened? Oh, he fell. He fell. He fell. Because he had no clue what he was doing. He had doing. no clue what he was doing, and he just fell. She's assuming he knows what he's doing. He yeah. has probably no because idea. Probably because she has seen Mark do something like this before. Like they, like, they allude to their adventures that they had in the past. That's Mark. Steven has never done anything like this. To me, it looked like he was going out. Right, well, in this, was it this episode or last where he's like, you know, I'll just do it with muscle memory. Yeah. And no, we had was that, this episode. It was this episode. We had yeah. that, and we had that conversation, like a few episodes, like in episode one. Yes, muscle I did memory did not kick in. No. <clears throat> he fell. Nope. He fell a good t- 10, 15 feet <laughs> bouncing off the sides of the well or whatever he was. And then he just went splat. <laughs> yep. Yep. So they start talking about her dad. You know, he's an archaeologist. You know, he had a dream worth dying for, and he did. And then, as they're walking through, they go, it's a maze. And he goes, it's amazing. <laughs> okay, it's just maze. Stephen being Steve. It, it's maze. Isn't, it's there, isn't there a part, like, in between here somewhere where Mark punches Stephen in the face? I didn't because see after, that. After, after this. Yeah, it oh, was. Okay, I didn't see that. <laughs> when they're, uh, no, sorry, you're right. Right before they go down. They're talking about going down, and you see she belays down. Then he punches himself. Oh, maybe in the that's face. what well, that's happened. What then. That's what I was asking. I was saying something seemed odd because he there. did. Like, he did fall. Like I thought he fell because he didn't know what he was doing. And and I, that makes sense. And I only Mark, saw maybe Mark, Mark switched to himself. Mark I think he did. <laughs> but it was just his arm. Happened. It wasn't like no, his. That makes... It wasn't like a whole body takeover. He just took over like arm and fist and punched right. Stephen right I in actually, the face. I'm seeing what what Lee is saying because like, because Mark did say if you do that again, I'm going to thrust down a well or. Or something like that. I'll throw us yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, perfect. We pan down to the bottom, and then Steve. <laughs> that's so true. Mark threw him down the well. Unbelievable. That makes that's that's amazing. I love it. I love it. That's I love it that much hilarious. more. All right. So that just made that scene so much better for me. It did. <laughs> so they realize the whole structure itself is a symbol. It's actually the eye of Horus, and that's what all these mazes are. Well, if you know the if the um. I have a big avatar. I have a big problem huh? here. Okay. How do they know, how does he know what that this is a giant maze of the Eye of Horus inside of this like square room just looking out like at corridors that go in all different types of random directions? How does he know what well, this be, is? Because, because it was drawn on that slab that was in front of him. He drew he that. Like, no, his I I looked at that. I watched it twice. It was already an engraved. You could see it reflecting on the ceiling. Yeah, right. It was already in a, a. It was already an engraving, and it. He just followed the engraving. I thought it was, yeah, it was like, basically a map. Okay, okay, all right. Because I only watched it. Was once. it was like when you go to the mall and it says you are here? Yeah, fine. And it shows you fine. where you're going. I, I understand it was that now. The directory. I, I only saw it once, so the way that the way that I saw it the first time, I just saw him like looking down at a random pile of sand and just like outlining the eye of Horus, and I'm like, how does he know? I had no idea. Right. My first time like watching map. that, yeah, my first time watching that, I saw that, but the second time I saw the reflection on the ceiling of the eye. I saw the reflection. <clears throat> I just thought it was like the reflection off of his flashlight. Nah. Okay. No, it was okay. It was from his flashlight yes. reflecting but down. Off the ground, yeah. Yeah. Onto off the, the, off thing, the thing, and it was reflecting out. So he was actually drawing okay. exactly what was okay. on there. So he was just like right. tracing over what was already there. Correct. Okay. Yeah. I didn't I didn't see that. I didn't catch that. Okay, never mind then. That makes sense. So they follow the path of the tongue, which is basically representing Amit's voice, you know, the avatar. The tongue. And <laughs> the path of the tongue. The path of the tongue. That's a movie, I I guess. Um The Way of the Tongue. The path. We have so so far we have the fist. 
<laughs> we have the hand, we have the foot, and now it's the path of the tongue. Sure. The tongue. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, they go into one room, and there's a slab there covered in what Stephen describes as fresh blood and chunks of meaty bits. Yeah, <laughs> the meaty bits. The okay. good bits. <laughs> oh, man. And... So they're looking around like, that's pretty creepy. Then he starts climbing up one way. Like, I'm not going to go down that area where clearly somebody was dragged. Um, I'm going to go up here and look up here. There's a snakeskin hand up there. That was interesting. Yeah. A hand made out of snakeskin. And there was also a body there and all this other stuff for, like, mummification or whatever hanging around. Yeah, this is Okay. This is gnarly. And then this, like, then this Gollum thing comes up. And I'm like, no, wait, it's not Gollum. It's an orc. Okay. And it keeps... Chuck. We've talked about this. You've played Last of Us, right? Yes. It was making the sound of a clicker. Yeah, it was doing the clicker. Yes. It was making the sound of a clicker. I'm like, are they going to do that? Like, If this thing is blind, I'm going to lose my mind because that would be amazing. It, it, it wasn't, but it was still really cool the way that it was moving really slow, the way that it came in, that a way, the way that it couldn't really see what was going on around, the way that it reacted to noise. Everything about this thing was a clicker from the game, video game Last of Us, and I yep. thought it was fantastic. I thought it was awesome, so I'm, I'm done. My, the only part I did not like about this is his fear, him being afraid of going down that corridor, happened to lead him to the, uh, to the right exit. Yeah. If it was Mark, he would have gone down the corridor. Yeah, I mean, you know, but you know what? They wanted to make the TV show, so. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. So anyway, click, click, click. The dude shows up, all right, and he's just cutting up some dude, just cutting off his fingers and putting them in buckets. Okay, cool. No, Um, he wasn't cutting off his fingers. He was gutting him. He was embalming him. him open and he he was was putting on embalming him. And okay. he was taking his insides and putting them in bucket in, in the, jar. In the okay, jar. so he was he was mummifying he was the mummifying dude. Got him. it. All right. So Stephen distracts with a jar. That well, there's a bunch just, of distracting well, going well, well, on. Hold on. You haven't you haven't said that Layla is actually right next to this sacrificial altar type thing, and she's just crawling around it. Yeah. Basically, a. Uh, six inches above her head as this is going on because she's <laughs> pressed up against this um, and Steven's watching it. <clears throat> um, so she's on the verge of like freaking out, throwing up, having a fit because she's right here basically experiencing this. Um, and then that's when Steven distracts her, distracts right. this mm-hmm. creature. Sure. Yeah, it was a bunch of distracting going back and forth because he's getting afraid. She's getting afraid. They're throwing stuff back and forth. Okay. Um, she gets to a point where she's at this big pit. Well, whatever it is, looks down, can't see how far down it goes Throws the flare. Doesn't see. Okay. Don't go down. Got it. So she starts going across the, the edge, the ledge. Um, and she's going There's little gaps. She jumps the rest of it behind her falls down. It's like, man. It was just there for her. Okay. Indiana Jones, you know, all that stuff. But as she's going through it, we start seeing that creature through the other cracks. This scene freaked me out. I'm like, Marvel's getting dark. Yep. You know, this like this, cool. this, this hand like coming out and like almost grabbing her. I'm like, this is nuts. And then 
Finally, she gets to a point where she thinks she's good, and the thing reaches out and just pulls her right back in, drags her in. She comes back out again, it drags her right back in the exact same way. Just the visual of was, her vanishing into like a pit of darkness. Is fin- yeah, it was and then fantastic. coming back out, and then being dragged right back in again. Crazy. Next thing you know, she comes out, and she's got the thing's hand ripped off, and he tries stabbing her repeatedly with his arm bone. <laughs> Which is a great idea because, hey, those things can be sharp. <laughs> so, so there's that. Never, um, heard, never thought that sentence would come out of any of our no. mouths. <laughs> I'm going to stab no, you with not, my not arm from, bone. Not from some of the stuff we usually talk about, no. no. So they both go down the pit. And at this point, it looked like they both went down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It but really did. Yeah. It really yeah, did. Knew. And then you, because you, then you hear a body thud, and somehow she Indiana Jones herself. Right. So when she throws the flare down, uh-huh. she never sees the bottom. But when this thing falls off, you can hear it hit the, the thud. Didn't almost make immediately. Sense. You hear the thud yep. almost immediately. So right. It, yeah. Sure. Maybe it was shallower on that side. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll go with it. So, <laughs> sure. So, while this is happening and she pulls herself up, Harrow's just hanging out watching from the side that she was just on. Of course, of course, he's she just is. there. Yeah. And while that's happening, you know, it's like, okay, that's fun. In his Steven defense, all- in his defense, what is he really gonna do? He's walking around with a gimp. He, with, I mean, oh yeah, no, I'm not expecting him okay. to do anything. I'm just saying, like, he's just kind of there, just enjoying the show. <laughs> you know, like, hey, look at that. So while that's happening, you've got Steve-o, Steve-o, <laughs> Steven, who's over at, yeah, we'll call him Steve-o, Steve-o, over in Pharaoh's tomb. Um, Mark confronts Steven about the kiss and, you know, the reason that she was, that, that she was pushed away, you know, and they kind of get into their little thing here, back and forth, and then they realize we're standing in the tomb of Alexander the Great. Aha. Okay. So Alexander the Great, are they saying that Alexander the Great is the was the avatar for Amit? I uh-huh. guess so. That's pretty interesting. Okay. Makes I mean that's pretty much where they're going here, so yeah. interesting. Sure. So we get back over to Harrow and Layla and Harrow is it just looks and he goes, "You handled that beautifully." To which she's not dealing with his patronizing attitude like, "Yeah, whatever. Thanks." Uh he goes off on how, like, well, you know, your father was right. Wouldn't he be so happy to know that he was right, you know, that gods actually do walk among us? They do the most cliche thing where yeah. she's walking away, and then he mentions her father or, like, a family member or something like that, and she stops and turns around and goes back to listen to him. I'm like, yeah, they, 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 I could have done without that. I'm sick of seeing so things I'm, like that. So I'm going to say... Um, not I told you so, but more about the whole, like, when we were talking about Mark not knowing what Harrow was talking about, when they were first describing and he was first saying, you don't know about your, your, you know, this guy Mark and blah, 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 and your dad, blah, 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 these secrets, it was, it was very obvious from that moment that Mark was involved in his, her dad's death one way or another in a way that she didn't know. Sure. It was, it was blatantly obvious. So any thoughts that you guys had? Saying like, oh, well, he probably doesn't know. I'm like, no, he definitely has to know. As a mercenary, things happen. You see stuff. And there's got to be things that you try to keep quiet because, you know, it's somebody's dad. So that's where we are. Um, so they have their conversation. That's what she basically says. Yeah, Mark was there. 
He was there when your dad was killed because he's a mercenary. Um, no, she open says, up to so Mark killed my dad. And Harrow goes, you said it. So basically, he said, yeah, he Mark was, was one of the mercenaries. The Mark did it. Right. Mark was one of the mercenaries, mercenaries that killed her father. And, he's, and he yells at her, wake up, you know, like, pay attention to what's going on here. It's the reality. But, again, we're going back and forth here. So we've got Mark and Stephen who are going back and forth, and they open up the sarcophagus. Where's the Ushapti? Well, sorry, Mr. Great. I'm shoving my arm all the way down your throat. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm just freaking out. Like, what if that thing wakes up and chomps his arm off? You know, like, I've just watched those Brendan Fraser movies too many times. Yeah, see, that's I what I was going to happen I was, here. I'm, I'm waiting for <laughs> Brendan waiting for Fraser. I'm waiting for, like, Brenda Fraser to come running out of the background or something like that, just as, like, a small cameo, like a wink and a nod, like, hey, how you doing? It just keeps going. That would have been fantastic. That would be so But, dumb. but to, to, to your point, it would have been dumb, but it would have been funny at the same time. But to your point, like, yeah, I was in the same boat. I was waiting for this thing to wake up and chomp down and take his arm off. I'm like, this is not going to end well. Like, I was fully expecting <laughs> something to happen with this mummy. I thought it would really Well, Steven's really, like, growing a pair. In this episode. Yeah, a little which bit. Which is huge. Little you know, bit. I think it's great. It's great. So, but I, I love the line, sorry, Mr. Great. And then he reaches in, pulls it out. Um, so, they found Amit. It was there in the stomach. Layla is not happy with Mark. Basically, what happened to my father? He switches back to Mark so he can have the conversation. Um, and he's just like, we need to get out of here right now. She goes, did you kill Abdullah Al-Fuli? No. But the thing was, he was there. He was there. So he saw it happened. He knew what happened. And basically the point was his partner was the one who executed everybody at the dig site. Um, and even shot Mark, too. Even shot Mark. So there we go. Now everything falls into place. The whole Moon Knight thing. Mark was shot, should have died. Khonshu saved him. And that's the whole thing here. And he stayed back, married her to protect her, blah, blah, blah. All this stuff is all coming together. Everything is, is making sense now. Right. We got it. All right. He was supposed to die. She's like, no, you just held a, had a guilty conscience. That's the only reason we met. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she's not wrong. No, not at all. <laughs> so then we start hearing the click, 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 click again. <laughs> but I love that it was not the monster or whatever thing is. It was actually just a bunch of guns that happened to sound exactly like the monster's clicking. Like, okay, I like that. All these guys come out with guns, and Harrow walks in, says his stuff, you know, as Harrow always does. Isn't it nice? Just silence. You're a free man now. That means you have to, you can make any choice you want. I mean, you have a very de important decision to make right now. And then Harrow pulls out a gun. Now, Harrow hasn't had a gun this entire time. Suddenly, he's just a dude with a gun. Yep. Shoots him twice in the chest and says, I can't save anybody that won't save themselves. And down Mark goes into to the watery abyss. Yep. He falls in like a little fountain and it just like and then it just suddenly becomes this deep, you know, Freddy Krueger style hole that just keeps on going. And he's down this well. Then we immediately cut over to this really sad looking jungle movie set with really bad acting, like a TV show. And I'm like, I had what? no idea what to make of that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm looking when at it. When it first like happened, like I had no, like, okay, so when it first happened, even though I've never sat through an entire indie <laughs> film, 
I knew that it was a ripoff of Indiana Jones. Like, I knew that that's right, what this was right. going for. But at the same time, I was like, what happened? Why are we doing? I was completely lost. Well, it's it seemed as though they were trying to set it up as a flashback. Yeah. But if you if but if you but if you pay enough attention to the really bad details in the in the it's set, cheap you're movie like, set. oh oh, this is cheap movie set. <laughs> like is, right off the bat, like it was is, like it was instant. This um, is this is your then, typical C rate movie that you get out of the dollar bin at a gas station. <laughs> this was like and really bad. He turns bad. around and he goes, "That's because I'm Doctor Stephen Grant." <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> so then we cut over. To it's just a TV show, and you've got the gold dude who's out there just calling out bingo numbers. Yeah. He's not gold anymore, just a regular dude. B-22. B-22. Oh, my God, it's the gold dude. And you see his old boss, Donna. You start to see all these people who are popping up. You know, this lady draws a bird that has a conchu head on it. Instead, I'm like, okay, it's like a hummingbird with a conchu head. All right. Steven's in a... Or no... Um, he's in a wheelchair. You realize Steven's nowhere to be found. He can't talk to Steven. Steven's not there. Um, and then he's got a Moon Knight action figure in his hand. This is brilliant. This is fantastic. I love it. This is cliche. It. I still loved it, okay. though. I don't care. I mean, it's cliche now because we have watched a bunch of movies that do something like this. But it's not. It is and it isn't. Bad. I mean, this Smallville is not did this. This is years ago. Hang on. This is yeah, not like 15 times. And that's this why is not cliche, cliche <laughs> because we are talking about somebody who's suffering from DID. So it is completely possible that at one point in Mark's life, he would have been institutionalized for a, a, a variety of different reasons. Right. That's why it's not. Is- that's why it's not cliche, because it makes sense. Like you can suspend the- your disbelief enough to question like what's really going on with Mark. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Why mm-hmm. is he not dead? He was shot in the chest. It, we don't know what's great going question. on. Yet. <laughs> he does not have <laughs> very good question. If he, had, if he still had Conchu with them, understandable. Without Conchu, he's a just a regular person. We don't know what's going on. There's a hippo involved. I don't know. We'll see. So, oh, let's not, let's not even go there. But we're not there yet. Right. But so. this is but. And, and I hate to say this. I know you guys want to see like a second season where the third altar comes through. We're going to get the third altar next episode because the third altar is who's going to save them in this whole thing. You watch. I, I, I hear where you're coming from. I kind of agree with you. I just don't want to see it. I think that would be a little bit. I just happen. think it would it's, be a little bit much. I think it would be way too much for this for this season. I agree. I agree. But, it's, but they set it up for that because they're, first he looks at it. And then Steven looks at it and they're like, he's like, but, and they walk. And then, and I just jumped over the, a couple of minutes of what was going on, but that's going to be the third, that's the third altar. And it's going to come out next. Okay. So Conchu's not around to save him. So if you pay attention to the design that Marvel is going for with this TV, these TV shows, they've teased a lot that they did not pay off. This is the same thing. I think this is one of those things that they're teasing that they're not going to pay off. They did it in WandaVision with the with the the uh, the aerospace engineer. They did it. Right. They did it in Loki with him traveling to a completely yeah, different already, dimension that they didn't pay. But they've off. been teasing a third. They've been teasing a third a third altar for at least one two now two episodes. So, and it's a pretty big part of who he is. Um, I would say even three episodes if you can if you count see episode one. 
Um, they teased X Men and WandaVision since the beginning of the series. I mean, they, they this is not new. I'm I'm, when no. I'm 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 not saying that you're wrong. I'm saying that the way that they're teasing this, it's not a new concept for these Marvel television shows. They've been but doing this else, since the beginning. But who's gonna save them? It, may, it, it might not be a matter of saving at this point. Re- okay, can we all agree that Amit is going to be released from her bonds? Can can we all uh, like, like we all, all three of us think that like that's clearly where they're going. So maybe saving isn't the answer. Maybe this this just is what it is. I don't know. Maybe it's not going to be like your 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 typical you know feel good fairy tale ending. Maybe this is going to be kind of a downer thing where. Mark or and Stephen and and the third is that they're trapped in some prism or, or or wherever it is that they are, and Amit is just released. There's a lot that can happen in these last three episodes. If if that actually happens, that would be awesome. I would love to see. I would love to see it where the they're they're actually you know not able to quote unquote win right now, um, but. I was watching a pitch meeting about um, one of these, but and the guy was talking about, you know, it's a Marvel movie where someone dies. No, he's, I was I watched um, Guardians of the Galaxy pitch meeting, and he's like, Groot dies. He's like, no, 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 can't you can't do that. This is Marvel. He needs to at least be brought back somehow. Oh, so we'll just regrow him as a baby Groot, right? Well, however you want to do it, he's he can't die because it's Marvel. So they're not going to die. Mark can't die, but who's going to save him? Not Conchu, because Conchu's in stone. Mark has to release Conchu. So who's going to release Mark, this third altar? Because it's not Steven. I know. I release you of your bonds, Calypso. Yeah. Maybe the, it's going to be the wooden eye dude from, from Pirates. That's what's that, gonna would, do that would be so stupid. <laughs> it's going to be this third altar. We're going to be... I will... I was gonna bet money, but I don't want to do that. I will. <laughs> it will probably not happen at that point. You but I'd be willing Midler. to bet that next next week, or this week, this next next episode, we're gonna get the third author. Even I wouldn't put want. money on it. I wouldn't put. I'm money not putting on money on anything. But I mean, it's just I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm giving this a little bit more benefit of the doubt because it just it 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 makes a lot of the way that this episode ended with him in an institution makes so much sense for his character it, it throws into question it throws into question a lot of what's going on with mark and, and so what what they did here is based off of, i mean it's not based off of but it's it's very similar to the theory that i i read years ago i thought was great was that batman was actually insane you know and he had like two-faced was an orderly that would be nice in front of people but then like horrible the next time and then his doctor was dr joe carr you know like all these dumb things but it was like okay all of that kind of lines up you know like that's the whole thing is like imagine if all of this has always been in their head the whole time you know it was all just it was all just a fantasy some delusion some dream so yeah i mean this theory has always come up a lot but I think we know what's really going on, and I think it's really cool that they're trying to mess with him here to the point where he's almost buying it, but then he's like, wait, you know Steven? Okay, and then he runs off and this and that and whatever. So, Okay, so I don't know, I, I don't know if we know what's really going on. He got well, shot, yeah. in, and he fell <laughs> into uh, the abyss, and he's drowning, yep. and now all of a sudden he's in a mental institution. So here's the thing. He got shot. 
just because we're watching time go so slowly like this doesn't mean all of what's happening that we're seeing right oh, now course. in the end of course. is not happening in, a, in a half a second. Yeah, of course, yes. You know, in reality, you know, we can we can go full on Inception with it, you know, if we want to. But like things like that, when they say your life flashes before your eyes, it's in two seconds. Yes. You know, or less. So anyway, he goes over there and he's talking to Dr. Harrow with a little mustache and his glasses and his at his desk. And he's going off. He's like, well, you're only sedated because of your own behavior. Um, and then he starts telling me, he's like, we're living in a psychic world. We're only able to make indirect inferences about the nature of reality. Okay. So he, he, he explains, like, like, look at this pen. To me, it's a writing utensil. To my dog, it's a chew toy. See? <laughs> Both are reality to some, you know, to one or the other. Okay. But then... Uh, they're they're making it seem like everything was fake based on the things he sees in this whole place. You know, every single thing in his life is all here, and you see little references to it. It's all. It almost reminds me of uh, Usual Suspects, where he's just like looking around the room, just talking about things, and you're like, "Yeah." Um, did you ever see the Key and Peel sketch that makes fun of that? A little bit. It's hilarious um, because um, Jordan Peel does a great. Um, what was his name? Uh, 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 Spacey's character's name in The Usual Suspects. Yeah, I have no idea. Ah, uh, I've only seen like that movie like twice. Or something. So, oh, that movie's so good. Anyway, anyway, um, the orderlies are the cops. You know, um, his wife scrim- is a patient. Know, his wife's a patient. Steals there. his bingo, bingo card. Steals <laughs> the bingo card. That was a good one. I got bingo. He's like, oh, uh, wi- she's like, I won. I promise I'll share it with you this time. <laughs> she just runs <laughs> off with his bingo card. Like, wow. <clears throat> so he's going by a sarcophagus. Someone's screaming, let me out. And there's Steven. They're excited. They hug each other, which was interesting to see. <laughs> and then Harrow shot us. Okay. Yes. They're both on board. Somebody's finally listening to me. He's no longer sedated anymore. He's coming out of it. Yeah. And then they're running down the halls. And a door opens up, and there's a big... There's an, hold on, hold on. There's another sarcophagus yeah. first. Oh, yeah, they yeah, yeah. Okay. It, which is the third altar. Yep. Clearly. Which will... Right. Yep. And then they go, and they open this door. And there big is hippo. a big a big hippo <laughs> dressed up like an Egyptian. What? And it's, it's just standing there breathe, breathing, like, you know, big breathing hippo. And you don't know what to expect. Like, is this a bad guy? Is this a good guy? And then suddenly it's a girl's voice. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and they both like scream Mark, like little girls. Okay. M- no. Mark has a very manly ah uh, scream and Steven screams like a little girl. Oh. Okay, I thought that so was both of them. So I think it's it, and before, then roll credits <laughs> and then roll credits. The end. Immediately roll credits. It got very. This reminded me of that last um, moment where you saw all the other Lokis around Loki, like right when he got zapped. That's what this reminded me of. It was the same exact feel to me, where it's just like, okay, this is weird. This is weird. Okay, what? You know, alligator Loki. Okay, like now you got okay, some I'm sorry. big alligator hippo girl. Loki fit into that scenario. In that episode, more than this hippo fit into this episode. Are you even sure he's a Loki? Well, he's green. The hippo, okay. <laughs> the hippo makes zero sense. That's <laughs> why I don't like this ending. <clears throat> that amongst the fact of the, I like. I I I still love this ending. I love how zany it is. I love how out there I, I this is. Too. This is this I is completely. It. 
this is completely off the rails crazy like we're we're officially in crazy town and i'm all on board for it i think it's important to note that um the sarcophagus with a third altar in it was standing up straight while stevens was laying down i think that's i think that's going to play some kind of key like the way this is going to end like this is clearly this is clearly significant for some reason and i I know that chuck i know you're saying that this is going to happen in the next episode and i agree with you i just don't want it to I want this to be dragged out a little bit more. I don't think we have the time to introduce a third altar. It's just, I get it's that, but be, we need somebody to save these I guys know, to get back to Hera. I know. And I'm not even fully on board that <clears throat> they're necessarily going to need saving. Because we don't... This could... And, and, I'm, and I'm way out there right now. I'm going to put my tinfoil hat on for a second. This could very well be all in Mark's head. Like, this could oh, be a real place. This could be oh, yeah. a real thing that's going on. This could be a full-on psychological break. And yep. whether or not Amit is a real entity that's going to be released, maybe Amit is the third altar of Steven or, or Mark. And it's something along those lines. Like, we don't know because... And the reason why I say all this is because we're dealing with somebody who's having a serious psychological issue right now. So it kind of throws mm-hmm. everything up into question. Oh, so you're saying that everything up until this point has been his break. Now we're seeing him in reality. <laughs> I, maybe. Big, big, maybe. Big, that big, would, maybe. But it, you, but if it happened you... that way, it would make sense. It wouldn't be like out of left field. I wouldn't really? immediately throw it away. It wouldn't be out of left field. I would field. agree, except for the fact that you're instead of everything up to this point, you see Stephen and Mark going back and forth, whereas here they're all together. You know, you can see them as separate entities. So I would say that... That's a full-on hallucination. That's a full-on... We're talking full-on hallucination. So, and, and another thing that I want to bring up is, okay, so to Lee's point, yes. The flashing of your light before your eyes can happen in a couple of seconds. If you're in some serious, um, like, REM sleep and you're having a dream, you will feel like hours have gone by when, in fact, it's only been, like, 20 minutes. All of this is true. true. However... Yep. He's we saw him get shot and he is he fell into the open abyss, you know, water lake and it is just endless. No water references in in this um in this asylum at all. Right. Not one. Usually you see things like that. Like usually you'll see like elements of the real world or elements of the the real surroundings influence what's going on in a dreamlike state. Nothing. No water. No blood, no bullets, nothing of of that kind. Well, I think him falling here. into this small fountain is what happened. Him falling into the depths of this abyss was in his mind. Sure. So even right. if he, even if he's just like sitting at like a bottom of like a shallow lake, like that's at, that's at the bottom of this pyramid. You know, I I'd be fine with that. But there's no there's no drowning references going on within the asylum. And so usually, and when usually there him- would be. Well, he's not when he when he fell into the this fountain or whatever, it wasn't filling. It, it wasn't over his face. He was just laying there. <clears throat> so it was just a, like when a they, shallow a shadow puddle. It was just a shallow <laughs> puddle. But then when, but then when, they when they start viewing it from within the abyss, then he starts falling. So he's not actually drowning. Okay, he's just in this puddle of water. All right, I'll I'll, I think, I'll take that. I'll take that. I don't know. I'm. I'm. I watched all, it all twice. I'm saying, I thought. All I'm saying. My first is that time, I was like, lot. "Wait a minute." 
I had to catch that my second time watching it. Even still, so regardless of whether or not he's actually drowning or he's just in like a little puddle, I still I still say that it's kind of up in the air of what's actually going on. Like maybe everything that happened in Cairo, maybe that everything that happened before that with Steven working in the shop, this could all just be his break and he's actually like really inside of 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 some kind of asylum and and something some, something's clearly amiss cuz if it's not what would be doing this like what <laughs> what's the reason there has to be some, there has to be a reason that this specific event is happening to him right whatever i think it's just showing you i just think i think it's just showing you the <clears throat> how how much he is broken on the inside right. i think that the where he's at now is in his mind okay so we will see we shall see well on that note i think that wraps it up for this episode of um us discussing moon knight I'm looking forward to the next two. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the next two episodes to see where they go with it, whether they're going to expand and continue to drag it further. Not in a bad way, I'm just saying drag it further. Or to wrap it up and get them ready for something else that Marvel might be doing on the bigger screen. So I'm um, looking forward to seeing what else comes out. I mean, we've got a few more episodes here, and then we should be getting ready for some uh, Kenobi stuff, right? Should be coming think, up at some point. And- yeah, if they pull a Loki on this, though... And then semi introduce the big bad at the last episode, and then not actually give it to us. Mm. That won't make me happy. No, I will no. expect it though. That's what they've it, been. That's what they've happy. been doing. I know it's ridiculous. Like I don't want to yeah. wait until this time next year to figure wait. out what's going on. Well, you don't want to <laughs> wait, but but I'm I'm almost guaranteeing that they're going to do something like that. Like maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not introduce the big bad until the last. But they're going to do something like that where they're going to give oh, yeah. you a massive cliffhanger. They're going to, they're going to, you watch. I, I don't want this to happen. I really wish that the end of episode five, Amit would be released. But you watch the very end of episode six, Amit is released. Stay tuned for next season. <clears throat> I'm really? kind of expecting yeah. that. <laughs> At this we'll point see. with these Marvel oh. shows, I'm kind <laughs> of expecting that. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for sticking around. Thanks for the conversation, guys. And we will catch you all on the flippity. Thanks, guys. Have a good one, everybody.